What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check us out on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? Uh, just trying to get my life together after the freeze we've thought out. Yeah, it was um, it was weird. Like the first couple of days back, just kind of get everything. Like you don't know what's turned on, what's not, power on, water off, and now that everything's kind of basically back to normal, it's just sort of a. We're now in the recovery. Yeah, like I was weirdly tired today, and just like, like I'd been. Well, I guess I really was. I was say like I'd been stressed out for several days. I really had been. So. That's what happens when you don't know your future and things are frozen over. So it's kind of like an unclinching? Yeah, I'd say that. Well, this is the unclinching episode. The un the, 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 the unfreezing, the thaw. The thaw. No, I like unclinching better. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the icy <laughs> grasp unclinches. I feel like that uh better fits our demographic. I think our people unclench. The Icy Grasp Unclenches 2021 edition. This year's already shaping up to be, like, worse. No, I don't think so. I think, like, I'm already more optimistic about this year. That's only because we're everyone. It has to be. Like, it can't possibly be any worse. Yeah, I, and I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. It can't be any worse. It's so the it bottom. can't be, it won't be. Anything's better than rock bottom, right? Uh, I mean, I guess two rock bottoms. Yeah, See, that was a wrestling thing. Um, we kind of talked about that before, but I guess we could sort of reiterate that. Um, I was kind of doing the math on that a little bit. The WWE, um, selling to Peacock. Yeah, that happened a little while ago. It was like a couple, uh, weeks. couple weeks now. Uh, it's a billion dollar deal, $250 million a year over the next four years. I mean, it's pretty good. It's good money. Basically what it boils down to is simple math, right? If you're the WWE, you're charging nine ninety nine a month. And basically the question you have to ask yourself is, do we have 25 million subscribers? No. All right. Right. I mean, right. I mean, that's kind of how I feel like it, it, it settles up. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's really nothing, no harm, no foul. Like, they're getting their money regardless. And actually, it's probably better because that means they don't have to, like, build it on their own. They can just feed them the stuff. Yeah, and for them, it probably, because they've already built the library. That was sort of the main mission of the WWE was to digitize everything. And I think essentially they're there. Um, basically, from the from the raw Nitro Attitude Era type stuff on... Yeah. Everything's there. All the ECW, all the WCW, all the WWE from like that. Yeah, they have they have it all. They can have it all. And basically, this basically just means that they just get guaranteed money. Yeah, for the next four Essentially, years. This is this is a increase in viewership for them because in their minds, this would be the same thing as having twenty five million subscribers. Right, and all of them actually be paying all the time, and not right, you know, not having like, and no card processing fees and all that. This is a check. Bro. Yeah, no card processing, no month trials, no 
No customer retention. Yeah, no no jazz hands. You don't have to worry about any of that. Just straight cash, homie. So for them, I think it's a great deal. For NBC, I don't necessarily know that I hate it. I don't know what else they have. Yeah, like this this might this might be like their big like draw of like a bunch of initial people who are gonna eventually stay for other stuff. Because I know that they have they have a few things. So Peacock right now is a free app. Um, however, their intention is to transition. Uh, they want to create a a free version and a premium version of Peacock. Kind of like Hulu did when it first started. Yeah, I think so. Uh, my understanding is it's going to be around five bucks a month for the premium version of Peacock. Again, like Hulu, and then soon it was twenty five, and now it's two hundred dollars a month, and. Oh. You still get four ads per video. Man, if you want to talk about a crazy uh, story right now, talking about bills. Um, okay, obviously we're recovering from uh, the horrific ice storm. Um, ERCOT, the self-regulatory body over Texas, is designed to not be regulated. And a lot of the energy providers sell you a cheap energy plan that's tied to wholesale pricing because we have some of the cheapest electricity in the world. Yeah. Usually. Because, you know, energy capital of the world, you'd hope. If if your plan, though, was tied to wholesale pricing, over the last week, your electricity could have cost you as much as $16,000 if you had power the whole time. Oof. Um, there's a lot of people who had auto debit, auto pay, auto charge, but however you want to refer to it. Mm. And some of these plans are pay-as-you-go weekly, which means they got hit with the bill Friday, Saturday, potentially while they weren't even aware that it was possible. They had an auto-debit in the amounts anywhere between eight to twelve to $14,000. Sick. Um, I haven't seen any way where they're going to fix this or refund these people or help these people. Um, their web like some of these places will send you emails every week. Like as of right now, you've worked up X amount of dollars on your bill. Blah blah blah. Um, people were seeing these numbers go up tremendously, like every every hour. You know when they were the only you know they were the only neighborhood with power, and they looked at their power bill, and oh my god, my power bill was three thousand dollars already. Like what's going on? And they were just watching it go up every couple hours. Yeah, so it's um, not like you can just turn it off because, you know, freezing. Right, exactly. So they were calling their providers, asking what they could do. Their providers were like, maybe you should switch power providers right now. Like, like <laughs> giving very unrealistic, like, options. So I don't know where this story goes. I don't think this is the end of the story. I don't think the end of the story is Texans pay you know, tens of thousands of dollars for ERCOT's screw-up. I don't think that's going to be where the story stops. Right. Somebody's getting sued somewhere. Somebody's probably getting sued, but probably bigger than that. There's probably going to be investigations, refunds. Because FEMA's involved, there might be some sort of weird way that, that some people can like seek disaster relief. Um, yeah, they devastated my wallet. Well, I mean... Surely these companies, and frankly, I don't think they should be able to, but 
if you're in a disaster zone and you're providing electricity, surely you should be able to get reimbursed for that via FEMA, I would think. Yeah, something. Uh, anything. But anything over asking Joe Blow down the street who pays a $200 a month power bill. And what makes this particularly painful is this was the, this is the thing that both Rick Perry and Ted Cruz were talking about all week, which was, you know, if you invite the federal regulation into our power grid, it will cost more. Well, not, like, not more than $20,000. Right. Uh, certainly won't cost more than this. Um, and so that's sort of, there are lots of levels of disappointment, a lot of layers to the story. Right. Um, well, I mean, it was like, uh, oh man, I just had an example and I immediately lost it. So ignore me. Okay. No problem. Uh, business as usual over here. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I got to think the story goes somewhere from here. I got to think there's going to be somebody who steps in. I'm not sure what sort of legislative power or, or executive power could. Oh, right. Okay. I remember the example I was going to make earlier. All right. Um, so when, when uh, Harvey hit and we, our, our house got flooded. Correct. Uh, we had, we had a security system that obviously wasn't functioning because we had no electricity or anything. We didn't even have walls. Oh, that's right. I remember this. And like, we called them and they're like, I don't know, chief. You're still paying for the security. It's like securing what? Nothing's here. Well, that's like um, uh, eHarmony. Okay, I think I, I think I talked about my experience with eHarmony on here. Oh, you trashed eHarmony. I they <laughs> they had a, a rather uh, angry price plan where they were like for two hundred and fifty dollars, you know, uh, but it was like over like five or six payments. Well, after the first payment, I realized like this is like the website's trash, the interface is garbage. Um, there's no way to tell if any of the people are even currently online or even currently actively looking for people. Um, I sent, you know, probably 56 messages, got no response from any of them. That's not true. One person said, "Thanks for the message. I'm not interested," and then they unmatched me. At least they said something. Something. So I at least knew my messages were working. So it wasn't a good experience. So I opted out. I didn't want to do it. Um, I had to spend an entire month fighting with them, and they refused to stop the payment plan. They were like, "We'll give you credits," or blah blah blah. And I was like, "No, I don't. I don't I want. want to, I want to leave. Yeah, I don't want to pay you the rest of what I owe you, and I wouldn't even like a refund. Like it's not been. And they've got an ad. Well, they talk about that someone matches every thirteen minutes or something like that. I don't actually. I would like to see the data on that because I don't know that I believe that. They do. They're just not you. It's the same two people every thirteen same minutes. Same two people over and over. They've got an ad right now up on uh, Hulu. I'm watching. I'm rewatching all of NYPD Blue, and they keep airing this ad where like these gorgeous girls or ladies, women, however you want to refer to it, you know, different age groups too, uh, are all on there, and it's like none of you were on eHarmony. <laughs> like you lie. Nah. Nah. Um, and so, yeah, I, it, they were super proud of their of their, uh, of their their plan and of their product and had absolutely zero interest in moving off of it. Finally, I had to go to my payment method with them, which was through PayPal. And PayPal was like, yeah, we'll cut them off. No problem. PayPal. PayPal are the real ones, man. So PayPal actually had to shut them, like, completely shut them out. 
And uh, I, I got an email from eHarmony recently that was like, you owe us money. And I was like, good luck with that. I said I wanted to leave. You wouldn't let me. I did. I think it's a bold thing if you're a dating app of all places. And somebody's like, yeah, I'm not happy with this. And you're like, too bad. Especially one that's so expensive when so many free options exist. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why they don't give money back, because there's so many free options. Or maybe they don't give money back because they're such an awful one that, like, their game is the tricking people into paying. They're like, if we can get them just once, then we don't have to worry about it ever again. Right. We, we charge no matter what. Like, they got to deal with it. I don't know, man. It's hyper-aggressive. But hopefully... Hopefully it's not where any of these stories end. Because you're right. I do remember I do remember dad complaining about the power company. They were like, You got a contract, blah, blah, blah. And I remember thinking, like, surely there's a buyout number. Yeah, certainly there's a number or, you know, a you're literally unable to provide your service because it's not physically possible. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. I think they wound up did, didn't didn't you guys just opt to not have them come back? Like, didn't they offer at one point to Yeah, they were like, Well, we could just leave and they're like, fine, gone. Yeah, take your take your dumb wiring that doesn't exist because we literally tore it out of the walls. <laughs> There's nothing in our walls right now. Yeah, we don't. We don't have sheetrock. I can look through my entire house. Good lord, what a mess. Um, yeah, I just I yeah, think those, those people were know, a nightmare. A lot of businesses with with these awful practices, and I think they've got to be addressed and looked into. Um, and I don't think these energy companies are going to end it here. I don't think that I don't think they can afford to. No, I think the last thing they can do is have they have they have investigations on top of lawsuits on top of death. Well, think about think about it this way. Okay, so most Texans lost power. The ones who kept power instead have to pay tens of thousands of dollars because they kept power yeah that's not that's nowhere near their fault and and then on top of that now everyone's mad at you right the payers the people with and without like and like you have no corner to turn to at that point right and it's such an unreasonable thing because it's like well what happens if i don't pay my sixteen thousand dollar bill and i just go somewhere else right well, and some of them, you got to think, like some of them offer a flat rate where it's based on like your average use for six months or whatever. Like, did those people's go up? Like, I wonder, like, I'm, I'm really curious about certain. I mean, like, probably I'm, not if it's like, if they're contractually obligated or maybe not. I don't know. I really don't understand how power contracts work. Can you imagine if four months from now they're looking at one where like the new average is $12 of a kilowatt higher because of the $16,000 bill in there? History? Yeah, it's like it's like their numbers are super skewed. It's like, well, actually, since this one month you paid fifty thousand dollars, right? Uh, like, your average bill is average. now seven million. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way: like, okay, if you average three hundred dollars a month, so your bill is three hundred dollars a month. Now this bill and usage is fifteen thousand. That's going to skew your average over the next forever six months of use. <laughs> Six months, more like forever. You can't just well, well, fifteen thousand averaging three hundred. your last six. I think they average your last six months. Oh yeah, okay, that makes more sense. I was like, this is gonna destroy yeah. you for the next ten years if you stay there. 
You got to get your average back down. It just takes one outlier to completely throw an average. It really does. Man, my math teacher used to show me that every time I wouldn't turn in a homework, she'd be like, Corey, if, you, if this one zero was an 80, your average would be a B instead of a D. And you're like, uh, yeah, I figured. Shut up. It's like, it's like, yeah, tell me when it's an F. I'll turn that one in. <laughs> so I wasn't a good student. I was not a good student. No. Um. Yeah, I just don't think the story's going to end there for that. All right, so I think that's I think that's enough craziness from them for one for one day. Um. You want to do Wandavision? Or you want to do Hero Clicks here? Uh, let's do Wandavision. We'll, we'll wrap up with Hero Clicks. Okay. All right. So Wandavision, uh, Disney released a statement coming into last week that the last couple episodes are all an hour long. Which is good. Always a good sign. Because the last, all the whole series has been about uh, averaging between 25 and 35 minutes. Um, so these last couple episodes, I guess there's a lot of stuff they got to get to. There's a lot of explanation coming up at some point. Because we, we need been, answers. Yeah, well, everything's been really interesting and really cool and really exciting, but nothing has been explained yet. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about this in terms of there will be some spoilers in all of this. Um, so if you haven't watched yet, if you've been waiting, uh, maybe jump ahead to the commercial break. Um, but but. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about this in in more detail than just vague terms. Um, after what was really one of the coolest cameos, one of the coolest uh, I don't really want to call him a cameo because he's in the next episode. Um, it's actually in the next two episodes, and really one of the coolest appearances in recent TV history. Um. It appears that Scarlet Witch summons her brother Quicksilver from the dead, except the Quicksilver that shows up isn't the one from the Age of Ultron movie. It's the one from the X-Men franchise. Yeah, the the Fox franchise, you know, the one they own now. And I do think that's on purpose. I think they cast him specifically because everyone would make the assumption that that means this is the Fox mutants. I don't think that that's what it means. I but mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It would make sense if you want to look at it via like alternate reality type deal. It'd be interesting for sure. If if you like, make like if you make the Fox if you make the now? Fox verse an alternate reality. Like, I don't know. So our main one is 616, right? That's what, yes. Yeah. So yes. then make it like, I don't know, one of the ones that are close or far or however the worlds work. I don't remember. I don't know either. 615, whatever. Yeah, whatever. One over <laughs> the neighbors. <laughs> and so, like, I don't like I If we were going to have this Quicksilver, it almost feels like it was so fast compared to, like, when the Fox deal even went through. Um, we say that, but looking back on dates, I'm really surprised it's been three, four years since the Fox deal. You got to remember, like the New Mutants movie, the X-Men Phoenix movie were originally supposed to come out, well, were originally started production 
before Fox Disney started. Mm-hmm. And then neither one was able to come out until after Fox Disney happened. So, like, X-Men Phoenix pushed back a whole year, and New Mutants pushed back two and a half years. All right. That was the other movie I saw in theaters, New Mutants. I kept, like, blanking on what it was. New Mutants. And Tenet. Those are the two movies I saw in theaters last year. Post-pandemic. And that was it. That was it. Uh, Pre-pandemic, I had probably seen, like, four or five. Uh, last one I saw before the pandemic, like, a week before the pandemic, I saw uh, the Harley Quinn movie. Ah, oh, Birds of Prey. Yeah. And then after that one, I uh, they they closed everything. We did the lockdown and then all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think. Uh, also, the kids have been aging rapidly through the show. She created, she made herself pregnant, and then she had the kids, and then they've been aging rapidly. They're now like nine, and they both have showed powers. One super speed. And uh, one magic. And the one who's showed magic powers has dressed up basically like he looks like a little like a young Wiccan in early uh, Young Avengers stuff with like the red cloak and all that. And then the other one, uh, the speedy one, he's wearing like a like a homage to Quicksilver. That's funny. But so they basically already have the the young young Avengers twins. There's so many things that this could lead into. This is so cool. This is the first time I feel like in like a hot minute where I'm like so excited for the future again. <laughs> there you go. They've 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 queued up your spark again. Well it's cause like I feel like after after the the massive like ten movie final climax it was endgame like it was like okay, but now what? <laughs> well, and I think 2020 really hurt that. I think that I think that was a big cause of why that lingered with a lot of people. Because you're right, there was a moment of now what? But if you remember, March was supposed to be Black Widow, June was supposed to be Eternals, and there was supposed to be something in December. Yeah, and just none of none of it none of it and, happened. And none of it happened. And then, you know, fast forward a year and and literally Black Widow is still due to come out. WandaVision, they finally are just like, okay, I guess let's just go ahead and do this. Like, let's just do this. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I'm not sure. I I think I'm excited for uh, you're right. I am excited for like what's to come now again for Marvel films. Right. Much less so for DC. DC is still floundering like they have been for the past forever. <laughs> like what? Like what is even the goal now? Like, release another cut of the Justice League. What will they do after that? Release another cut of the Justice League. Most interestingly, they've already said that they don't want to have Zack Snyder come back and do Justice League too. Yeah, because they've probably they've sunk so much money and time and effort into this stupid Snyder cut. Seventy million added into the budget, 
now, 2020 and on, to create this four-hour Snyder Cut movie. Uh, four-hour movie. I mean, and what? no, they'd already spent about a billion dollars on this movie. Right. What did they say between cost and production and marketing and, and, and taxes and all that? This movie had to do something like $2 billion to break even. It was like $2 billion to make money. And they only did like, didn't they barely car? They, they barely capped it or something like that? I don't remember. They did. I, if I remember correctly, they got to like one three or something like that. Yeah. Like they super didn't make it like. Like, yeah, it made a billion dollars in box office, but they spent a billion dollars making it, so it was completely worthless. Yeah, you got to think, so on your billion dollar revenue there, you know, uh, you pay marketing, you pay distribution, pay to make a movie, which they technically made twice, because Joss Whedon had to reshoot 80% of it to get his name on the director's thing. Mm -hmm. Um, There was something else. I think there was like, oh well, distribution because you don't get all the ticket money. So if it does one point three billion at the box office, you don't get all of that. Yeah, that's true, and that's not even accounting for all the other stuff. Right. I mean, the movies, the movie theater keeps twenty to thirty percent depending on their deal with you. So. Right. So it was. It was. It was bad. They basically lost money on a billion dollar movie, which is impressive. I. Just in production alone, I think they were in the five hundred million mark. Yeah, not including everything else. Yeah, just just to shoot the movie, five hundred five hundred million dollars. Yeah, because they had to do it twice. They had to shoot right. two movies. Right. And now we had to shoot three movies. So stupid. It's so I, dumb. It's just, so... This is, it's like he like Zack Snyder to me. Like I get people like him. But I I just don't see it. Like, I feel like he's not talented enough. As like, I don't watch a Zack Snyder movie. And I was thinking like, wow, this is like incredible. Um, in theaters, three hundred was an amazing movie. Oh yeah, three hundred three hundred was three hundred was cool. That Watchmen was people, time. Watchmen people like, but like. Sucker Punch was only okay, and then like Batman v Superman did whatever and like got super mixed reviews. Man of Steel, same thing. Like it wasn't it really like trailed off hard after that. I think there's really so to me. I think uh, Three Hundred was great. Watchmen was kind of deemed like an unshootable movie, and what he did was was Im- was impressive. Right, um, and, and I I I still hear mixed things of like super fans of the comic being like, well, this doesn't really. Yeah, he changed the ending. Yeah. But I, I like his ending more, honestly. Um, but Sucker Punch, while it's visually interesting, like, it's fun to watch. It's a... Yeah, it's a it's a super hardcore, like, popcorn movie. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, not, it, a, it's, it's not a good film, though. <laughs> no, right. It's definitely dumb. Uh, it's not a big, like, it's not a crazy developed story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's it's literally like half dream based, so they could get like cool shots and like fun concepts. And I'm not against that kind of movie, but it's not something I'd be like, yeah, I need I need an, I need to spend an extra seventy million dollars so I can have this man, right? Exactly. Terrorize my terrorize my studio for seven years and then make a four hour movie, right? 
from there, Man of Steel is not great, and then like it's it's a it's a decent okay movie at best. And then Batman v Superman just gets dumb. And then that that movie is just bad. I was it which was annoying because I was kind of excited for it. I, I mean, it was cool. Batman in the armor. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was cool, but the like the farther you look back away from it, you're like, "What well, does really make a lot of sense?" No, it really doesn't. It really you're doesn't. like, well, why the is this the first time they're meeting, but they're doing kind of like the weird Batman Returns meme, right? And then the whole Martha thing was the most obnoxious thing in the world. Yeah, and then why was Wonder Woman there? Right, she just shows up in the movie. Zero development, like not even. And did we need Doomsday? Was that an important part of all of this? Like, yeah, and like you waste one, you waste Doomsday. Yeah, and he's and he's terribly done. Right, like you can't waste a guy that kills Superman, like, and, and do him that badly. Right, like, there's a lot of weird decisions. It feels like, and it's like he doesn't care because, like, at least with like someone like. Uh, Kevin Feige, Feige, I don't know ever pronounce his name. Yeah, like it's clear that he cares about these characters at, in some ass, in like in a capacity. While Zack Snyder did not care at all. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to argue that it really is. Um, it feels, it feels like Zack Snyder was, was supremely confident in what direction he was taking stuff. Right, and then but he when was he just wrong, and <laughs> he was just wrong. Um, and like the right, movies, the movies he had nothing to do with were all the better ones, anyways. Yeah, it really is true. I was watching Aquaman again, and listen, it's not a, it's not like a, it's not a ten out of ten masterpiece, but it's, it's way better than screenplay. Way better than Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. It, it really is. And then Wonder Woman is head and shoulders above the rest of the movies. Agreed. Now, 1984 isn't as complete a movie. I haven't seen it yet. I completely forgot it came out, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, yeah, oh, it's because it's on HBO. I don't have that. If you have the HBO Max, you can check it out anytime. Um, Might just steal your login. You definitely won't. I definitely won't text that to you after the show. For right, sure. Fair enough. Thanks. Because um, I used my free trial to watch a movie from my film class. But not 1984? Look at you being studious. Well, I mean, my film class was last semester. so what was Oh, that? fair enough. Um, but yeah, I just think that there was a, it wasn't as good as one of them, but still, but it was still, pro, it was probably still as good or better than Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Can't wait for the Snyder Cut to be four hours of unwatchable garbage. And did you see the Jared Leto's in the future scene now? Oh God, why? Joker's going to be there and Joker says... Literally in the trailer, he says, we live in a society. That was a joke. Oh, no. Yup. Isn't the future scene like a dystopia? Oh, Oh, guys, we live in a society because it's dystopian. Oh, I'm so smart. Look at me. I'm Zack Snyder. (laughs) Now Joker literally says it. We live in a society where this is allowed to happen. Who pay? Like, who does he know? He's just the greatest director in the history of cinematography. That's what the Snyder Cut fans are telling you. 
Right, just, yeah. That Josh okay. Whedon was a racist molester hater person who ruined movies and that the Marvel Studios is the worst thing ever. Yeah, okay. Come back to me when you can not lose a billion dollars. Right. How do you lose a billion dollars making a Justice League movie? Right. You know what they could have done? They could have spent 50 bucks, animated the animated the whole thing, and it would have been awesome. <laughs> like, they could have oh, gotten a fourth grader to do stop motion with his toys, and it would have been a better movie. I, I would have watched that, for sure. It would have made more money. Been I like, would have maybe watched it twice. That's two tickets right there. Right, exactly. They're on their way. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Play Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. With two locations, one on Walden Road and one in Oak Ridge inside of Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Marini's Pizza has handcrafted pizza and where all the sauces are made fresh, and they even include a gluten-free option for those who want it. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Marini's Pizza Facebook page. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1. We are um, just enjoying this uh, Not Frozen Monday, right? Like, I think that's all we can call it here, Not Frozen Monday. Right here we can, in, uh, in, we uh, learn to appreciate combat. the simple things. That's right. That's right. Learn to love it. Um, all that being said, uh, yeah, welcome back. And Nico, go ahead and tell everybody about our friends. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open and at full operating hours now that the world is recovered from ending for the 50th time. Uh, and they got some events running back up. So Monday, February 22nd from 4 to 8 is Miniature Mondays. So every Monday, come in, hang out, paint minis, show off minis, uh, and feel free to ask the associates in store for access to paint and supplies. You know, there's tons of people there. They they love painting. I know Jarek is a huge fan. Uh, at uh, February 22nd at 7.30, the adventure begins virtual trivia. This is a new day. So it used to be, I think, on Wednesdays, and now it is on Monday. It is at 7.30, and you can find them on twitch.tv slash the R&R nerd. 7.30 every Monday. Come have some fun uh, trivia. Uh, so Tuesday at 5.45 is the, uh, Digimon tournament. We have, like, I think, I think pricing is like one pack. We do have some, um, 
some neat participation stuff. So I'll be hosting that. So you can find us there at uh, 5.45 is when it starts. Uh, and then on Friday the 26th at 6 p.m. is the Team Yankee and Flames of War casual meetup. Saturday, February 27th is Pokemon uh, casual play. And the same day, but at 6 p.m., uh, it is Hammer Time. Warhammer and Tabletop Warhammer meetups are back in action. We love The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. They got all kinds of stuff. Uh, all your nerd things, all your card game stuff, all your uh, comic books. So head on down to The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Yeah, I get my comic books there, too, and um, you should, too. Um... So we talked about this. Uh, well, I guess before we do that, let's go to also, also how to do uh, Chicken and Cone food truck. They're going to be cruising around, I believe, Saturday morning this week. They're going to be right there, right beside the Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. Um, it's been They've been rotating Saturdays, and then the other Sunday they've been going somewhere else. I believe that's where they're going to be. We're going to update it on the Facebook page this week and let you – you look at it. I'm going to try and get out there this Saturday and have a good time with them and take a bunch of pictures with all the different foods so we can kind of show you guys what we're talking about when we talk about the chicken cone food truck. Make sure to get out there and have a good time. Uh, you'll see them say hi. Tell them Thug Radio sent you. Let them know that you uh, heard about them from us. And um, they might even give you a big wet kiss. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Got masks on. It's pretty spooky out there. It is spooky out there. All right, um, so we have a ton of time left, but for about the 10 minutes we got to talk about it here. What's uh, You said they changed the rules on Heroclix. We talked about this very briefly yesterday, uh, last week. Yeah, so like I was talking about how like the big change is that they got rid of pushing damage, and apparently they're just, they're just changing a million things. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about here? Um, so they, they changed a bunch of powers. So they... They specifically said, and this is kind of a like weird phrasing, that they're gonna like backburner a couple abilities. I don't know what that means. Uh, so basically, they're like, eh, we're not really designing for these right now because they're a little bit either like either super complicated or like they don't really do a whole lot or like we're just not focusing on them right now. What does that mean? I don't know. I guess it means they're kind of like not phasing out powers, but like I oh, will come back to these kind of deal. I don't know. It's kind of a weird stance to take. They're, I think they're trying to kind of simplify the game. Oh, like I don't know. It's it's a weird position to take. So like super strength was one of them because they're like pretty much the only thing people used it for was like picking up heavy objects, but that really hasn't been a big deal for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Especially since they changed, like, the object rules a couple years ago. Right. Um, So, like, that usually hasn't been relevant. Uh, And they did did quite a few changes to, like, their base powers. So, like, uh, they nerfed Perplex a little bit. Uh, So now, instead of being, like, pick anything on anyone's dial, change it, whatever. uh, Now you can only pick things that aren't damage. That's stupid. I already hate that. Uh, which I mean, like, no, nope, I I'm mean, no, nope, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I, like the reasoning they gave was pretty fair, uh, but then they make other changes that really doesn't make a lot of sense. And I'll get to that in a second. Where it was, well, like, what was oh, the reasoning? 
Uh, the reasoning was like it was real obnoxious for people to be like, and then plus three to my damage, and now my regular generic dude is hitting for you know six or seven, and that feels no, really not unfair. If, not, if, not if they equipped nine perplexes on their team. Like, I mean, that's that was the point of team building. I thought. Yeah, but their 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 opinion on that was like perplexing damage is really annoying. But then they made another ability, so uh, so there's a bunch of abilities now that are just like static and permanent. Before it was only like, uh, I think precision strike was like the only one where it was like just always on. So they they now change. There's like a bunch of new abilities that are just always on. So uh, leap climb is now just always on, which is good. And I think face teleports also just always on now. I kind of feel like those were already always on. Yeah, but, like, if you played in, like, really competitive stuff, it was always, like, or using a power action to use phasing teleport or specifically a move action. But it also means that, like, people that have it with other powers are, it makes them, like, infinitely better. I guess. I never realized that it was that hard to phase teleport, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It was just one of those things that was like, yeah, it's a little bit obnoxious. But now that they finally have it, like, uh, and so the two that were surprising that are now just always on is uh, close combat expert and range combat expert are now always on. So uh, how does that work? So now instead of getting the choice, it's just a static 1-1 when you're doing the action. Uh, so now, I mean, I don't hate the change, uh, but it feels a bit odd that like we're gonna nerf perplex into the ground by not being damaged and then just and, make... and then letting you change the damage here. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't like that it makes you like part of the like part of the the danger is the choice. Right. Yeah. Are they gonna go all damage and then just roll for the higher risk and reward? Right. Well, like I don't really, I don't really in, super enjoy the pushing change either. I think that's really obnoxious. Uh, what is the pushing change? So we, didn't, I don't think we got to it on air. Oh, oh, we might not have. So basically, what it is is that no one the pushing damage doesn't exist anymore. Everyone can take two tokens without taking damage. And then they changed the little indomitable symbol to basically colossal stamina. And they changed willpower to be you roll a die at the beginning of turn and that character can take a token off themselves. I think we did talk about this now that you're saying that. But that's okay. I um, I don't hate a lot of those things. Uh, I don't like the willpower. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, I always felt like it was really like... And like the, the, the reasoning they gave was just kind of like, yeah, kind of sucks. Where it was like, you know, pushing was always a really big aspect of like, risk reward gameplay do i risk it push the guy and you know deal a bunch of damage but you know then i have I, to worry and getting rid of pushing damage now makes uh in cap essentially worthless yeah i mean like you're like oh i'm gonna token him but if he has willpower in his kit anywhere it could potentially be completely worthless so like it, it's weird um, and then they changed a couple other that. things. Um, so the oh, another big one is hindering terrain no longer stops movement, but does mm. still affect targeting. That makes no sense. 
so you can hide behind the bench, but you don't get stopped by the bench. Which at least makes a little bit sense, or more sense, because it's like, is, is oh, Superman like really going to... Is Superman really going to stop moving when he hits a tree? Not really. The Flash would. Or the tree would explode, at least. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like under that, that reasoning I get. And then... Oh, I didn't even finish the pushing reasoning. Basically, they were like, yeah, but it feels really bad to, like, push and miss an attack or, like, push to break away and you miss. It's like, yeah, but that was the risk-reward. Right, that was the whole point, like take the second power action or not like figure it out no i i, I think that's a terrible uh, i don't i'm not agreeing with any of these all right so you got a minute give me the biggest change there was one that sounded like you were super excited about well the the, the power change was was I'm, I'm really excited about they brought back a bunch of the combos um and that was the one that was really surprising it was like really close combat expert range combat expert are now like insane yeah the, those being always on so that means now you can pair them with any of your run and strike, your yeah, your run, the old run and shoot, and the old charge. Just make them like infinitely better. Oh, and this one I thought was really cool. They changed how uh, lightning bolts work. Oh, okay. Uh, so this one was was interesting because it makes close. Basically, they kind of tried to up close combat as much as possible. So they made the board way more free. They made action tokens not as bad. Because basically, you know, Heroclix has always been range game. If you have yeah. massive range with, like, ignore everything, then it really doesn't matter. It's what made Nick Fury the most infuriating piece ever. True. True. Because uh, it's like, well, he can just shoot through everything in his nine range. It's like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Literally nothing stops this dude from jacking you up. What are you, standing behind four buildings? He can still shoot you. It's like, how? <laughs> right. Okay, so what is so? Is so now they ha- they said they haven't designed anyone to use it yet, but now you can uh, instead of it you being only uh, so multiple bolts means you can target multiple people, right? Okay. Uh, now that includes close combat. So if you roll up on a guy and you got two lightning bolts, you could potentially punch two dudes at the same time at close range. So what if you have like three or four lightning bolts? Well, I mean, like, what close combat guy has four lightning bolts? No one. Well, no, but I mean, if if I have four lightning bolts, maybe I want to move them into a crowd now. Exactly. No, that's and that's what they're saying. They're like, they're like, the, their reasoning was also pretty. That was is pretty cute because they're like, it's like we assume Batman could do a leg sweep on two guys. We hope so. <laughs> no, yeah, I was that one. I, I don't. Batman's one of the rare examples who who is a close combat that could go short. Right. Um, or a range combat that could go close. Or like, you know, like a giant that has like a big arm and is just going to sweep a bunch of dudes that are standing next to him. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Um, I, I like I that we'll, change. We'll but I feel I feel like this change. I feel like this rule set is a little bit weird. Cuz I feel like it it tries to change a lot but doesn't change enough. Well, also if you remember they were trying to put more stuff on the board. So like get rid of a lot of the meta. I don't know that this does that. Yeah, and I mean, like, I haven't really kept up with the meta, honestly. Like, Heroclix, the meta is probably insane right now, because it's, like, using that new apocalypse that's crazy. It does, like, a million things. Well, and bigger than that is there's still all those players you can, all those characters you can have on your sideline. Yeah, all those guys. And then they did something really dumb in the future Foundation set that I absolutely hate. Um, 
there's a there's a thing robot that like you can you if you have a sidekick they can take a power action to either move or punch it or like move oh. or punch with the robot and it's like oh geez I wonder where that's from oh is that Jason Seyfried from like four years ago yeah Justin's yeah the guy who could rebuild a sentinel found in his barn. Right, except, you know, the thing robot is like 10 points and has four printed damage on it, so that's going to be obnoxious. Oh, yeah, there's going to be like, you're going to fight teams of like nine of those. Oh, and get this, all the sidekicks are like 10 to 15 points, so you can have like 20 of them. And there's no limit on how many, unless it's like a unique modifier type thing, like, oh, it can only be done once per turn. Nope. That's going to get old real fast. Nope, it doesn't. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. It's just funny, because like, as soon as they design themselves out of a corner, they put themselves back into one. Well, I don't really know that they ever designed themselves out of a corner, to be fair. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Looking at you, haha, Joker. Yeah, every I mean, colossal retaliator. I'll, I'll never understand designing a figure that essentially, in a 30, in a timed match, can't be killed. Can't even like kind of be killed, even post like nerf. Well, the reality was like, um, unless you were doing, I mean, what what did we figure out? It was something like you had to do like forty clicks of damage on yeah. your base. Yeah, that's that's kill a whole team. <laughs> that does kill pretty much a whole team. That kills more than a whole team. Some and teams are really kill a, this thirty point figure. This 30-point Joker. And you can only kill him 10 points at a time. So, God forbid they pay, like, 50 points. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Hasshaw Joker. No one ever liked you. Overall, I... I I mean, I kind of feel like they've they've always been... They've always designed these characters that just have massive flaws in them. Or, like, really big oversight. Yeah, like this apocalypse is a big is going to be a huge deal. Just giving away free powers and turning a theme a, te- a team themed immediately. Like it's technically the beginning of the game, so it's not themed immediately. They did also change theme team rules. Oh, what, oh, but only but only slightly. So now you can only have a maximum of plus three over your opponent. What does so that like... matter? Well, it's because they were they were like, well, we don't want scenarios where it's like, oh, I'm themed plus three, and it's like, well, I'm themed plus thirteen, and you well, were like not? four like, dice. I, I don't I, see that's stuff that makes me mad. If I so built a like, team with twelve perplexes, let me use twelve perplexes. You can use your twelve perplexes, just not on damage. Yeah, um, that's annoying. <laughs> and they also uh, now single man teams can be themed, but only they only get one extra point, so it's not really that relevant. That makes zero sense. He's themed with himself. That's not what a theme is even supposed to mean. A theme is supposed to continue through a group of things. Like, how can you be themed alone? That doesn't even make sense. It also means that, like, literally any singular piece can be themed. Team, right? Oh, did you ten pull three hundred points? You're themed. Stupid. That is stupid. It All really, right. it really, it really janks up the uh, the theme team only uh, like build competitions. It really does. Okay. All right. So with all this being said, let me remind you guys to go check out Marini's Pizza right there in Oak Ridge, 
and at the uh, Walden location. They uh, have delicious New York style pizza. Um, they currently have specials going on, including it is delicious. I mean, there's just oh my gosh, um, two medium, two toppings with garlic knots and a two liter of soda, all for only twenty three ninety five. Ooh, it's a that's a sick deal, man. Uh, essentially, the knots are free and the soda is a couple bucks off at that point. Um, it's delicious. Their food is great. Um, they got garlic knots. They make the dough there on location the night before or the morning of. It's fresh. It's wonderful. It's gourmet ingredient toppings. Um, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, they're a small business. They're family owned. They're wonderful people. It's Marini's Pizza in Oak Ridge inside of Space Cadets or right there in Walden at their own independent location in Conroe. Um, all right, guys, we are up against it here. So I want to thank everybody for listening on behalf of little brother Nico and myself, same nerd for the time, same nerd for the channel. Please, please, please go to the Facebook page, like, share, subscribe, all that great stuff. We're going to step up our content game this year. Uh, I think we say that all the time, but I honestly, I promise we mean it. Um, hang out with us. Be friendly. Uh, come see Nico Tuesday at Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Uh, all that being said, take care of yourself, stay safe, stay friendly. And uh, we're out of here. Have a good one, guys. Hey, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Just wanted to tell you guys about our sponsor, Chicken Cone Food Truck. Rolling around different areas in the Conroe and the Woodlands, Chicken Cone Food Truck is delicious chicken in a freshly made hand-rolled waffle cone with various sauces. This fork-free experience is something anyone interested in good food should definitely check out. The Chicken Cone Truck is, is parking at various events near you every weekend. For more information, interested parties should check out Nerd Thug Radio's Facebook page for various locations and listings every weekend for the Chicken Cone Cart. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so take out uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.